The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 17th of October. In your squeeze today, Carrie Lamb's interrupted speech, high demand for meetings with Turkey's president, Peter Costello weighs in on interest rates, and a new episode of Squeeze Shortcuts. We get you across what's going on in northern Syria. This is your squeeze today. Chief Executive of Hong Kong, Carrie Lam, was yesterday supposed to deliver her annual policy agenda setting speech, but instead was interrupted by pro-opposition legislators who heckled, shouted and climbed up on the tables. She had a really rough run yesterday trying to deliver that address, which is kind of like a State of the Union or, you know, an annual sort of uh, agenda setting speech. And what um, happened was that she started and got shouted down. Uh, They resumed and she got shouted down again. So in unprecedented scenes, uh, she actually left and then delivered it via a video link that was televised. The catch cry of the opposition is five demands, not one less. Those demands include the complete withdrawal of that extradition bill that kicked all of this off, establishment of an independent commission of inquiry into police conduct, that protesters not be referred to as rioters and amnesty for hundreds of already arrested protesters. And Claire, full democracy. And that, of course, is a really tough one because Hong Kong is a territory Mm. of China's. Uh, China doesn't have a full functioning democracy, even though they have what they call that uh, one country, two systems rule that makes sure that Hong Kong has certain um, autonomy from China. It's got a window on it and it's going to end. So uh, that seems to be a bridge way too far. And NBA star LeBron James is in a bit of strife with the pro-democratic protesters in Hong Kong. What's he done? Yeah, this is a little saga that's been playing out over the last couple of weeks. There was another NBA figure who tweeted his support for those protesters that, of course, had quite a backlash from China. And the reason why this is a thing, the NBA is quite a big business in China. It's actually worth about US $4 billion and it has a really big fan base there. So when LeBron James uh, yesterday said that uh, that person who had supported those Hong Kong protesters was actually uneducated on the issue uh, that drew a whole heap of criticism of LeBron James in the US saying that he was kowtowing to communist China. Yeah, he says his comments have been taken out of context and that he won't be talking about it any further. US Vice President Mike Pence and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo have flown into Turkey to see President Erdogan in light of Turkey's move across the Syrian border, but he may be otherwise engaged, Claire. He's uh, a man in demand, Erdogan, at the moment. Uh, he said that he wasn't going to meet Mike Pence and uh, Mike Pompeo, that he should meet only with his counterpart, which is US President Donald Trump, and that those guys should meet with their counterparts, but he's folded on that and he will now meet Mike Pence. Uh, But Vladimir Putin, as you say, uh, Russia's president is really keen to meet with uh, Erdogan and that seems to be uh, something that will take place in the coming days. Uh, Why Putin wants to see him is because, of course, with Russia backing those Syrian forces, Putin is now stepping up to take a more prominent role uh, in that region and they want to discuss how Turkey and Syrian forces actually deal with each other with those Syrian forces coming up to the border to help 
help the Kurds. And as has been requested by many squeezers, we've done a shortcut, which breaks down in 10 minutes why America was in Syria in the first place, who the Kurds are, their relationship with Turkey, and how all involved have responded to the US's withdrawal. To have a listen, you'll just need to search for Squiz Shortcuts in your podcast app. Hope that helps give you the background. Uh, Australian man Jock Palfreeman has served 11 years of a 20-year murder sentence in a Bulgarian prison. Yesterday he was released from jail, I think for the second time, Claire. Yeah, so Jock um, Paul Freeman is free, but he's certainly not clear yet. When he was given that parole, uh, he was released and then picked up straight away by immigration officials. They've been trying to get him released from that situation and that's now happened. Uh, But he has to remain in Bulgaria. The prosecution is actually fighting his early release from prison uh, and that is a, a whole court legal case that is still playing out and could take some time. Interesting to see in reports this morning, though, um, Paul Freeman says that he would prefer to live in Bulgaria on an ongoing basis if he has that opportunity. All right. Peter Costello, our former treasurer, has had a bit to say about the very low interest rates here in Australia. Yeah, and that's the thing, of course, because there's a lot being said at the moment about Australia's economy and whether we're going to really hit the skids or whether it's something that we can actually, uh, with government policy, rev up and get our economy moving again. But our former treasurer, Peter Costello, says that low interest rates not only undermine the Australian economy, it's also led to some of our political woes. And that's because people who have the financial means can actually take advantage of those low interest rates and keep accumulating assets, whereas those of us who don't have that sort of uh, ability are sort of left out in the cold a bit more and that's led to a bit of a haves and have-nots kind of divide. A quick message now from our podcast sponsor, ComBank. On average, Australians receive a tax refund of $2,500 and hold a credit card debt of $3,300. Despite every intention to use the tax refund to get ahead on repayments and save on interest, not everyone follows through. What the new ComBank personalised app does is give you different options for your tax refund when you receive it, helping you decide what to do with that extra cash. To find out more, visit combank.com.au forward slash better. According to North Korean state media, their leader Kim Jong-un has climbed the country's highest mountain on horseback. The pictures are quite poetic. It's a white horse. It's it's very much, it looks very much like a fairy tale, but it's somewhat ominous, Claire. Yeah, the hashtag propaganda. It's quite yes. a stage scene, uh, of course, showing its leader as, you know, this sort of very strong and heroic type. But um, yes, plenty of people have had to say that he's anything but. And ominous because apparently he does this before big decisions or big announcements. We will see. Jump into the Squeeze Today email for a look at Kate and Will's trip to Pakistan. Or if you're not much into the Royals, there's a gallery of the Wildlife Photography Awards, if that's more your thing. And there's a fox there that's won it. Um, it's a, that moment where uh, it's sort of meeting up with a bit of a rodent. And yeah, everyone knows that that rodent died a few seconds later. But anyway, <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful photo. This was supposed to be a positive story. <laughs> <laughs> Nature oh, well. is brutal, but it's Nature very beautiful. It is. And finally, it looks like the first all-female spacewalk is about to happen. 
And that's where I've gone with the uh, subject line for today. I've gone for Dire Straits Do the Walk of Life. Oh, uh, I love they're that heading outside. This is Christina Koch and Jessica Meyer. They're NASA astronauts. They're undertaking the first all female spacewalk uh, from the International Space Station. They have to head outside and change a battery. Is there a joke in that? How many astronauts does it take to change a battery or something? <laughs> yeah, quite, quite possibly. Well, two women, apparently. <laughs> I'm sure they'll manage just fine. A reminder to check out our new weekly podcast, Squeeze Shortcuts. Last week, we released one on impeachment. This week, it's America, Turkey and the Syrian Kurds. We also have one on climate change, the US and Iran's relationship, the background to what's happening in Hong Kong and plenty more. Search for Squeeze Shortcuts in your podcast app to have a listen. Enjoy your Thursday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website. Are you?